Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Now we're joined by um, our consumer expert and financial consultant with Prosperous Financial, Owen McGee. Owen, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, being in debt, of course, it's uh, very common, very stressful and something I'm sure everybody is, is aware of. Um, it can also be really hard, though, to try and get out of it and it creates a fairly vicious cycle as well. So we want to try and just give people um, a little bit of advice and help on on the kind of key things to prioritise and what you should prioritise, you know? Absolutely. And what I will say about this, what I'm hoping to touch on today is there's there's different types of debt, but also there's different problems that people have. People who are in serious financial debt and are completely snowed under and have that feeling of drowning and never getting out of it, they really need to talk to people like MABS. They need to talk to personal insolvency practitioners. They need to speak to people who are skilled at getting to the bottom of what the problem is and talking to the people they owe money to on their behalf and coming up with a plan that works for them. What we're talking about in this piece is slightly different. This is people who have accumulated debt and they have the means and ability to pay it back, but they just feel that they they can't afford, they're not doing it right. It's not that they can't afford to do it, but they do feel that they're not doing it right. And they feel that they're on this treadmill, that their credit card bill is never coming down, that they're accumulating more debt, but they have got means to pay the money back, but they, they are maybe just doing it all wrong. And what you do find with the people who are really struggling is one of the words of warning or one of the words of can you call it words of wisdom stuff that I've learned from yeah. being engaged with people in that position just to give them some hope there is a point you get to when you're paying back debt and you're struggling and you haven't engaged with MABS or you haven't engaged with your personal insolvency practitioner or PIP yet where you do reach that you say you know what I just can do no more about this and I've seen it in clients I've seen it with people where they go from that point where it keeps them awake all night, every night. They think about nothing else. They're completely consumed by this. And then they just get to a point they say, you know what, I can actually only do my best and that's what I'm going to do. And that's when you start to make the progress. It's a really tough time, yeah. but you, you do need to just tackle it head on and take your head out of the sand. For the people who do have the ability to pay it back, what are the things that people are doing? So is this, are these the people we're talking about who maybe have, you know, a couple of thousand in a savings account or they're saving on a monthly basis, but they've 300 or 500 in the credit card. They're in overdraft. They have a car loan maybe with 2,000 on it. Yeah, these are the people who have what we would call crappy debt. And what I mean by crappy crappy debt is really any debt that's not a mortgage. And you might have a mortgage and a load of crappy debt or you might have just a load of crappy debt. So your car loan, your personal loan, your credit card, the, the things that you just accumulate up. And why do we accumulate them up? It's funny, I give presentations to transition year students and you talk to them about crappy debt and they say, oh, why would you ever do that? They're 16 years of age and they think, <laughs> who would ever want a credit card? You talk to those same 16 year olds at 26 years of age yeah, yeah. and they'll have credit cards, they'll have crappy debts coming out their ears because financial services institutions are designed to sell you crappy debt. And That's also where they your make own money. demands and expectations and your own needs and wants that you want personally, yeah. uh, they increase as well. Yeah, <laughs> You're and quite yeah, happy to. Absolutely. And one of the things we are 
very poor at is waiting. So we want it now and therefore the bank or somebody says, here's a credit card, stick it on that and you can have it now. Nobody believes when they're putting money on a credit card. All of us believe that the future is bright and the future is rosy. Like, I'm going to put this on the credit card. What you're doing is when you're putting on the credit card, you're saying to yourself, I'm getting that bonus or I'm getting that pay rise. Nobody's sitting putting money on a credit card saying, you know what, the, my financial future is crap, but I'll put this on the credit okay. card anyway. If you have any questions today specifically for own um, 53106 at a cost of 30 cents, you can get us on. But I, I want to ask you, um, Just you talked about there the idea of the, the top tips. Talk to us about the credit card first of all. Okay, so you mentioned at the start, someone might have a thousand euros or two thousand euros sitting on a credit card and they have, and I've come across them, they have 10 or 12,000 sitting in savings or even 5,000 sitting in savings or doesn't matter. They have more in savings than they have on the credit card. Think about what you've done there, right? You have gone into a bank, you've borrowed money at probably on average about 20%. So a 2,000 euro credit card, you've borrowed it at 20%. That's in simple interest terms, 400 euros a year in interest, okay? And you then have given the same bank your savings and they're giving you, if even, one-tenth of one percent in interest. Like, that's what they're paying you and that's what you're paying so is them. The is, the, is the method there that you kind of think it's better for the bank to see you with regular savings? I think people just kind of feel, oh, it took me so long to get these savings together, there's nothing I'm going to do that would get rid of my savings they were so hard got. Even if it's costing me €399 Euros in interest when I deduct the interest I'm getting paid on a year-to-year basis. And people do the mad thing where they, they pay the minimum payment on a credit card. If you have a €2,000 credit card and you make the minimum repayment on it, let's call it 5%, mm. it's going to take you 9.1 years to pay off that credit card. And you're going to pay the €2,000 back, but you're also going to pay just under €2,400 in interest on that credit card. Now, you are going to get nowhere near that type of interest by leaving €2,000 in your savings account off the bank. Okay, so what I would say is, is if you have more savings than you have credit card debt and you're not going to leave yourself completely destitute if something goes wrong because your savings are gone, take the savings and clear off the credit card Okay, and well, get rid of the credit card. What about people who are coming towards the end of the per- a personal loan that they've taken out or a car loan? What's yep. your advice for them? If the advice for that is, is you have been very efficient. You have managed to make those repayments on a month to month basis. Your life is used to that two or three hundred euros a month going out. Now the car loan or personal loan repayments are stopping. You need to divert that two or three hundred euros a month somewhere else, whether it's savings, whether it's another loan. If you don't, so say in April of this year, your your car loan repayment of 250 mm. euros a month is going to stop. The temptation is let's get another car. But imagine you're not getting another car. What you say is, is you say, now I have an extra 250 a month. If you don't put that towards savings or one of your other loans or your credit card or something, what will happen is, is your lifestyle will expand. And within about three or four months, you'll be used to having that 250 a month extra in your pocket. So your month. idea is you're already used to not having it. So Exactly. Like the average person in Ireland saves just over 300,000 euros during their working life. Do you know what they do with it? They give it to their mortgage provider. The average mortgage is around 200,000. Add the interest to that, that's 300,000 euros. Why did they give it to their mortgage provider? Because it happens at the start of each month. It's automated. It comes out of their bank account and it's for someone else. 
So if we can achieve that, why is it that we're able to give a bank during or during our working life just over 300,000 on average, but the average pension pot only has 100 grand in it? Well, like, funny, speaking of pensions, Joe has got in touch. Hi, Owen. I just want to know, do you pay tax in your pension when you draw it down? Does that kind of negate the tax savings from setting up a pension? It's You do pay tax in it, but you do get a tax-free lump sum and then you pay tax on what you draw out after that. It's still more tax efficient. It is the most tax efficient way of saving money. You get tax relief in the way in, it grows tax-free and you do get a certain portion out tax-free when you hit retirement as well. So, Joe, it still makes sense. Okay, this texture says, what's the best thing to do with savings to plan for kids' education in 10 years' time? 10 years' time, the worst thing to do is to put it in a short-term deposit account, which is lots of people do, even on post or any of these things, because what 10 years is, it's a long-term goal. Don't use a short-term vehicle for a long-term goal. You need to turn up the volume a little bit there, get a little bit of advice and take a little bit of risk because it's a much better use of your money. Okay. I have a newish car loan. Um, is it a good idea to throw a couple of pounds into it um, every time I have it, things with overtime or maybe weekly underspend, etc.? etc. comes in from Vicky in a tweet. So Vicky what I would say to Vicky is is if you've got extra money on a month-to-month basis assuming it's a new car loan she said it's a new car loan so the interest rate is probably very low on it what I'd be more keen to do there is to set up a very aggressive savings plan that you could clear off the entire loan before the end of it before the end of the term you'll still save the same amount of interest but it gives you the option of having the savings on one side for the moment that's quite specific advice for Vicky it may not suit her exactly Mm. but that would be rather than making little extra payments because once the extra payments go off the loan you can't get them back again whereas if you put the extra money into a savings account that you label as clearing my car loan off early savings account well then you can use the lump that you've created in 18 months or two years time to clear off the loan entirely and you still will save quite a lot of interest This texter says my daughter is 20 she's in university and she babysits for money but doesn't have another job yet she's looking for a part time position as she wants to go to Thailand for a month in the summer how can I help her to save for this? What she needs to do, and this is a really important thing when it comes to savings, she needs to label her savings account, whether it's, it's some of the banks will allow you now to put a name next to it. She needs to make, label it a month in Thailand and she needs to decide how much is it going to cost her. She needs to know how much she needs to save on a month to month basis because things happen and she will have to dip into that savings. If there's no name on that savings account, what will happen is she'll take the money out and she'll say, right, I'm behind on my savings. As opposed to if there's a name on it, she'll take money out for this emergency and she'll say, actually, Mm. that's my Thailand holiday going down the tubes. I need to get back on track. So the one key tip I give to that daughter would be to name your savings. Listen, as always, oh my thanks to you for joining us here in studio today. Of course, lots of uh, lots of good advice there to take away from that. Of course, consumer expert and financial consultant with Prosperous Financial. Owen McGee will be back again next Thursday afternoon. The winner of our competition today um, of the, uh, of course, the, the stay, the two-night B&B stay and one evening dinner at the Faith Leg um, Hotel in County Waterford is Gerard Daly. Congrats to Gerard from Slane in County Meath, uh, the winner of today's competition. I'm afraid that's all we have time for this afternoon. Sean Moncrief is up next. My thanks uh, of course to all of the production team to Claire Darmody Emma Cawley and uh, Kira Courtney as well Kira will be back though from 12 o'clock tomorrow afternoon but for me Andrea Gilligan have a great day